Hello beautiful souls and thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the space that I'm creating to share insights and contemplations that I have accumulated on my own healing journey but also to have conversations with other beautiful souls that will share the space in future episodes. The journey back to the heart. So as this title suggests we will focus on opening our hearts, reclaiming our truth in the alchemical process of changing the proverbial lead of our conditioning that holds us back into the gold of the awakened state by overcoming our limitations and fears, by releasing our judgment and patterns that do not serve us anymore, and ultimately learn to live fully in the present moment and experience the beauty that is all around us while maintaining a conscious communion with the soul. We will make a lot of associations to the deep symbolism in tarot because I find that it represents all the deep archetypes of our human nature so in that sense it's perfect to illustrate our journey and also it is my main tool of bringing to conscious awareness my own inner truth. So with that being said I'm Andre your host and guide on this journey and now let's dive in. So we'll start the podcast with a three-part series on the whole alchemical journey of our soul and how it relates to the archetypes of the fool's journey through the major arcana in the tarot. In this first episode we'll touch upon which are the four stages and uh, prima materia which is basically the identity that we build before we awaken to our true nature and then in the next episodes I'll go into each of these stages. Now to define spiritual alchemy Um, It is the process of aligning oneself to their higher level of consciousness and free it from the egoic identities and worldly attachments. So when we embark on our own healing journey, we become the alchemists ourselves. You know, it's, it's a hero's journey, a journey of going inwards and facing the shadows to come back as the true self. Now in ancient occult uh, science... Uh, Alchemy was a process of transforming base metals like lead into gold and so was used by ancient philosophy as a metaphor for attaining spiritual enlightenment, gold being represented by the purity of the soul, the realized self. It is said that the furnace itself was the microcosm mirroring the alchemist's soul. So the process was not only altering the material but also the more uh, subtle realms. In some cases, uh, as Carl Jung mentions, the process had nothing to do with the matter itself, but rather the alchemist was projecting his unconscious as a property of the matter. And in that sense, to become whole, we need to reconnect to this unconscious. And so the objective is not to destroy or transcend the ego, but to integrate it. For in its highest purpose, the ego serves as a channel for our own creative intelligence. But yes, at first to do this, we must first disintegrate this ego consciousness, to extract the essence, purify it, release what is not serving our highest expression, and then reunite these different parts of ourselves, different voices, into a higher state, into a harmonious hum. You know the famous saying, the one that becomes the many for the joy of becoming one again. And this is the whole journey, the divine split into duality for the purpose of union. 
and in tarot this is symbolized by the separation of the fool card zero into magician and high priestess card one and two for them to be united again at the end in the world which is card 21 so two and one and we cannot attempt to heal the world before healing ourselves like the saying as above so below so this is a whole quest of the fool this is our quest now going back to alchemy alchemy itself is very complex and different teachings present different stages or processes so here i will focus on the four stages made popular by carl Jung, since i found these more simple to understand and exemplify and these are negredo or the blackening where we are confronted with our shadow self albedo or the whitening where we start to accept life and we see it through the lenses of gratitude then citrinitas or the solar dawn which symbolizes the opening of the third eye chakra and the expansion of our perception and then rubido or the phoenix stage where we go through the alchemical marriage and the union of polarities resulting in the crystallization of the spiritual self now the work begins with the prima materia the subject of this episode which is consciousness this expresses itself into a trinity body spirit and soul or as the alchemists call them salt mercury and sulfur and the spirit is the unconscious and the body is the conscious so we see alchemy here is the relationship between unconscious and conscious and out of this trinity are composed the four elements of water air fire and earth which is the base of our physical realm now together all these form the prima materia that i mentioned or the egoic identity that contains all the beliefs concepts opinions fears trauma everything that we need to transmute in order to self-actualize and attain spiritual rebirth now when it comes to the archetypal nature of tarot we can associate the first six cards from the magician all the way to the lovers to the materia prima and these are in order magician high priestess empress emperor hierophant and lovers so from the moment the soul, represented by the fool, at position zero, which is outside of any fixed identity, the vision of purity of spirit, it comes into form and splits into the duality of male and female, light and dark, into the cards one and two, being the magician and then the high priestess. So this indicates how at the root level we incorporate the whole polarity, we have both the masculine and feminine energy. Now the magician is the creator of the matrix, representing the archetype of Hermes or thought, the trickster, you know, the, the primary symbol for the masculine energy. He is the conductor of the spiritual energy into the physical realm. And then the high priestess on the other hand, he is the archetype of the inner truth the unconscious and represents the guardian of the mystical secrets and the sacred feminine. Now when we look at the soul's journey so far, these two stages of creation represents the moment we come into the world, we manifest into form in our body and we start becoming aware of both our outer and inner world. 
but at this moment they are separated into duality. Now these two archetypes then get embodied into the physical nature, into the persona of the Empress and Emperor, card 3 and 4. The Empress, she represents the phase in the soul's journey where we start to understand our emotions, we start to connect to our bodies and enjoy the pleasures of life. This represents the soul's connection to nature. The emperor, on the other hand, represents the stage when we enter society and structure. And so these build other layers of conditioning. And then moving forward on the journey, we encounter education and doctrines. And this is the stage where we give away our sovereignty. And in tarot, this is symbolized by the Hierophant card, which shows the mediator between the divine and the physical, so creating the separation. Now these three stages, Empress, Emperor and Hierophant, complete the three principles that I mentioned, the soul, mercury and sulfur, or body, spirit and soul. So, so far we can see how the egoic identity that we cultivate when we come into the world is built out of these layers, the duality of feminine and masculine on the first layer, which is then split into the main trinity of the physical aspect, the society, then the indoctrination, and then we add the final layer, which is the lover's card, where we add the conditioning constructed through the sexual desires and urges that rouse in our life. But here, the lovers, and by extension our soul, finds the desire to unify with the other, you know, the merger of opposites, which becomes the primal urge that pushes towards the start of the alchemical process. So by the time we get to the end of the line in the major arcan arcana, this line, um, we as the soul or the fool succumb to the concept of linear time, we start paying attention to how we are perceived by society. We try to fit in. We create our beliefs based on those around us, based on religion and the relationships we, we have with other people. And at this stage, we are exclusively identified with our body. So, this is the prima materia, basically. This, this is the self before the awakening. This is the soul after passing through that lifeline and accumulates all the programmed belief. And most people at this stage believe they act deliberately, that they exert a sense of free will in life, but more often than not, they act of, out of unconscious reasons and, or just habitual patterns. So only when we awaken beyond the illusion that we can start claiming our free will. And at this stage is where we begin this process of spiritual alchemy, to awaken and transform this identity into a higher consciousness, to regain the sovereignty and remember the divine essence so we can start making those empowered choices in our lives. Now in the next two episodes I'll go over those stages in more detail. And well, until then... I'm just going to say much love to everyone and I really hope you enjoy this first episode, this foundation and see you soon in the next one. Much love.